Warning, this podcast contains dairy. All right, Chris, uh, we're going to start recording in a few minutes, just in case you're ready. All right. Yeah. All right, I'll be down in a minute. Okay. Great. Did you think I'd forgotten you? Perhaps you hoped I had. Don't waste a breath mourning, Mr. Jaffer. Every kitten grows up to be a cat. They seem so harmless at first, small, quiet, lapping up their saucer of milk. But once their claws get long enough, they draw blood, sometimes from the hand that feeds them. For those of us climbing to the top of the food chain, there can be no mercy. There is but one rule. Draft or be drafted. Welcome back. You know we can hear you, right? We're, we're all right here still. Yeah, we're right here. Well, of course you are. But they can't hear me when I'm monologuing. Yes, we can. They also can't hear the theme song. Hello, Internet, and welcome back to Draft the Universe. This is the Nerd Fight Battle Royal, the podcast where we pick a topic, pick our favorites, and then fight to the death, or maybe just for bragging rights. I'm Jafer. Probably more to the death today. I'm Chris. And I am President Benjamin David Curley. And today, we're debating presidents. Can I make a brief uh, sta- uh, clarifying statement here? Sure. I am imitating the character uh, Frank Underwood. And yes. not the uh, terrible molester that portrayed him. Okay. Just Can I make a brief Claritin statement? Yeah. <laughs> My allergies are killing me. <laughs> that might be the worst pun that we've had on this podcast. I sincerely doubt it. And I don't know that we can clip <laughs> we around We have it. about 50 episodes of me talking. <laughs> I am sure I've made a worse pun. 41 here. <sighs> Episode 41. Well, yeah, but some of them are double episodes. It's true. No, no, no. We, we count what we fucking count. Okay. We count our numbered episodes. <laughs> I'm not going right. to get into that shit. Okay, but there's well over 50 hours. Yes. yes. Oh, yes, absolutely. Because yeah. we were way fucking long in the early ones. Uh, yes. Yeah. Those early episodes are basically two apiece. <laughs> um, yeah. So they're... really, we're probably closer to 60. Uh, uh, Maybe. We only did that for a little bit. We we kind of we, we started... got that about ten episodes in. Yeah, yeah. yeah we we saw the error of our ways on that one. Yeah. Well, we also saw that that was an untenable uh, recording schedule. <laughs> Holy shit! Yes, an untenable <laughs> editing schedule. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> so, so presidents, yeah, presidents, yeah, presidents. I mean, we can just get right into this if we'd like. Well, um, I mean, I mean I, we we got one or two one or two things. Um, I have to make another uh, okay. clarifying statement, which Go is to it. say, um, sorry for talking about Donald Trump's penis so much last episode. <laughs> Thank you for bringing it back up. Uh, I did not do that. I think a porn star did, and she is currently testifying. Um, yeah, that's a thing that's happening. Yeah, that's um, a thing that's happening. How weird is it? 
I drafted a fictional president who pushed somebody in front of a train, um, killed somebody with a with a with their exhaust, framed it as a suicide, um, many more things. He might not be the evilest president that we reference. He's not the evilest president on our lists. Yeah. I can guarantee. Fortunately, we did not pl- uh, pick uh, Andrew Jackson. Yeah. Because I think he wins that one. I think that Andrew uh, Jackson is like past the wall of diminishing returns. He is so evil that you really can't be funny about it anymore. He's he's kind of fallen into uh, uh, Caligula or Nero status. <laughs> Yeah. Not quite, you know, the super bad ones, but Oh no, those are the super bad ones. Well, I'm, I mean, yeah. we're not I mean, he's not a Hitler or, you know, Well, I was a, I was going into a, to, yeah. <laughs> like it's a, it's, there's it's, there's another level that he did not touch. It's only, but it is real bad it's, and <laughs> it's only a matter of scale for him to be honest. Yeah. He's bad. Um any if we have any Native American listeners, sorry for even bringing him up. He's a douchebag. I wish we could take that one back. <laughs> Unfortunately, time travel is not a thing. There's a couple. Yeah, definitely not a thing. Def- yeah, okay. You know what? I'm not going to fight this fight right now. <laughs> that, that is the hill I die on, but not today. What, that time traveling is a thing? Yeah. Well, that is a hill you die on again and, and again, again and again. We're in Hedgehog Day. What? <laughs> Groundhog Day? Son of a bitch. Sorry, sorry. no one else watches Legends of Tomorrow to appreciate that reference. Still really thought there was a puppet in that movie. Really (laughs) surprised there wasn't. Yeah, there there wasn't a puppet in that movie. There was live action in fucking James and the Giant Peach. Seems like our memories are all a little bit foggy, but I'm the one who gets punished for it. Are you still upset, Chris? Clearly. I didn't feel like I should get punished for it because you guys didn't know either, and I could have lied about it. You'd never have known. But we're I was not punished the ones. for being honest. We didn't we're, punish you. We didn't punish you. The commissioner punished you. Yes. Okay. I guess there's no fairness in that particular area. Oh, sincerely, no. It is. It is biased and twisted, and that's true. What we all deserve. I he, mean, it could have been worse. He could have sent you to that dark room you guys keep telling me about. Oh yeah, that's right. Like you. Yeah. Like you. What? Never mind. Anyways, okay. <laughs> the first match is Ben versus Jafar. Okay. All right, gentlemen, lock in your picks. I'm going first. You so are. I'm going to go with John Quincy Adams. John Quincy Adams. You know, John Quincy Adams and my pick were actually part of the same club. At Harvard, and that is Teddy Roosevelt. Is that the Skulls Club? No, it's like the Pudding Boys or something. The Pudding Boys? It's weird. It was. It has some weird name. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> that sounds like a club I would definitely want to join. Sounds and like be a... incredibly disappointed about what it actually is. Ben, it's. I don't mean. To, I don't mean to make a fat joke here. But sounds no. like a club you'd found. <laughs> I mean, I did. I did plan on uh, creating my own uh, fraternity. Uh, I ate a pie, <laughs> and uh, Rush was eating a pie. And if you ate a pie, you were in. All right. Which president did the most outside of their presidency? I'm feeling really confident about this one, guys. 
Cool. I will make a brief statement that I do not know enough to tell truth from uh, fiction here. Feel free to embellish. There will be no consequences. So, John Quincy Adams broke presidential <laughs> tradition by being the first ex-president to go back and serve in government again. He decided he was so just disgusted with uh, Jackson's presidency and policies that he had to get back in the mix. And so he ran and was elected to the House of Representatives where he served for a further nine terms until he died. Uh, so mm -hmm. almost uh, 18 years of extra bonus time John Quincy Adams. Uh, and as part of that... It's a fair bit of Quincy. Uh, in being one of the few, hey, really refreshingly, like, good guys, part of his thing was railing against slavery to the point where uh, the delegation from Georgia tried to pass a specific gag order to get John Quincy Adams to stop talking about how slavery was evil, and he ignored it <laughs> and just kept ranting about it because they said you couldn't introduce any uh, uh, legislation to talk about this, and he didn't introduce legislation. He would just go up and just start talking about how it's evil because if he didn't try and pe like say, and here's my bill about it, they couldn't say he was breaking the rules. <laughs> And he did uh, such a v vocal job about being against slavery that he was one of the lawyers in the Amistad case, as portrayed by, uh, uh, oh, I'm blanking on his name. Um, Is it an Anthony? Anthony Hopkins in the film Amistad. And he won uh, up against uh, people on the other side, like President Martin Van Buren. So, real big second act for John Quincy Adams. Cool. You never hear enough about the, the second act of these founding fathers. You know, I wonder, for instance, what, what the, the second act of Hamilton was like. I've never seen it or heard anything about it. I'm, I'm, well, Chris, I'm, I'm guessing, not going to spoil it for I'm you. I'm guessing that everything goes according to plan and, and wonderful, A right? A lot of them die real quick after leaving the presidency. <laughs> it's true. All right. Jafar. All right, so Teddy Roosevelt did a shit ton of stuff outside of the presidency. It helps that he was the youngest person, and still is the youngest person ever elected to the office. He became president at the age of 42. An avid outdoorsman, um, if you've ever been to the Museum of Natural History Go, in the Smithsonian, um, it's fantastic, and you see every two, second or third animal that they have stuffed there donated by Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> Just right on it. Um, so besides all that, we're talking about the guy. Wait, besides? Besides all that, we're talking about the guy that took a break on his honeymoon to climb the Matterhorn. At Cedar Point, it's not that big. D not in s yeah. <laughs> we're talking about the guy that outside of the presidency read three books a day, and wrote 46 books. A lot of them about birds. A, a handful of them about birds. <laughs> I love um, birds. We're talking about the guy who one of those books is still used, has a definitive textbook 
for the War of 1812. Was he president when he... No, he wasn't president when he got shot. He was no, running... He was running for his third term. Yeah, he was running for his third term, which was after he had... Four years after he was president. So he yeah. got shot and gave a speech after that. Um, I'm familiar with that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, he also saved football. Mixed blessing there. Yeah, I mean... Just, these are all things he did outside of his presidency. Although, to be fair, he um, saved football because a shit ton of people were getting, dying playing football. Yeah, it football. was a problem. <laughs> Concussions. Um, he's basically like Will Smith. Um, so, Oh, right. That the, movie. the movie. Yeah, oh. okay. Um, okay. <laughs> the other thing I want to just throw out there is after his presidency, a couple of years, um, yeah, I think he was 56, 57, he volunteered personally to Woodrow Wilson to lead the expeditionary force in France of the U.S. Army. Uh, him being, of course, the Rough Riders and all of that down in Cuba and no, his military experience beforehand. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, he just, you know, it's like, you know, I'm sitting at home. You want me to go lead that, that force into battle for you, Woodrow? You know, I think that... All of those things that you just said were also great, but you already had it won because when it comes to politics versus stuffing a museum full of dead carcasses, of course I'm going to choose the carnage. <laughs> That's rough, man. How many, how many animals did your president shoot and then stuff for a museum? He was a lot less racist than Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> I don't think that shooting animals is... No, but Teddy Roosevelt was also problematically racist. <laughs> Though significantly less than Woodrow Wilson. True. <laughs> well, regardless. <laughs> There's a reason we didn't pick him. Regardless, point goes to Jaffer. Oh, that's... All right. Next up is Jaffer versus Chris. Okay. Jaffer, lock it in. I think I'm going to take... Nixon. Haru? Yeah. And by default, I get checkers. I mean... Ooh. Do you also get rallies? <laughs> I'm I know going the way, to... I know the way to win your heart, Ben. It's true. A little franchise-based humor there. I mean, yeah. we already have the fat jokes started in this episode, so... <laughs> it was well, the Porcelain Club, by the way, not the Pudding Club. Oh, that's okay. my bad. <laughs> Wait, the Porcelain Club? That's, uh, that's, that's so much lamer. Yeah. I, yeah, I can't, I can't even make any jokes with porcelain. What are you well, it's probably from vomiting or p just never stopping pooping because all you eat is pudding. <laughs> <laughs> the secret name of that club was the Pudding Club. You Although, Harvard, they have lunch wrong. clubs, which is weird. Yeah, um, I'm going to keep it in the uh, <clears throat> in the same neighborhood as the the presidents we've discussed thus far, um, and I'm going to go with uh, James Madison. Madison, all right, good pick. Yep. Don't be expecting historical trivia. I got interrupted and could not do a bunch of research, dear listeners. So I know very limited things about these people. Please don't judge me. I grew up in Canada. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. It might be more funny without the disclaimer. <laughs> we'll see. I'm going to not do... Or How much do you know about Madison? <laughs> if you want, 
I can make it work. I can make it work. Okay. All right. There was a president fight! Which president wins in fisticuffs? Motherfucker! <laughs> so we've got Nixon v. Madison, a fight in 12 rounds. Um, Nixon was a Quaker, so... He does. He's a pacifist. He was in the Navy. Nixon was a Quaker. It's a thing. Okay. Okay. Um, That's one of the few things I know about Nixon was he served in the Navy. <laughs> okay, well, assuming that Nixon doesn't play dirty... And throw oats in and Madison eyes. <laughs> God damn it, <laughs> But let's be let's be honest. He's probably gonna play dirty. Madison was the smallest president of all time. He was five foot four, barely a hundred pounds. You know that one friend that you have that's really small. Yep. <laughs> James Madison was smaller than that person. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Do you know what small people are really good at doing? Jumping on top of people and riding them like animals. <laughs> Like, um, you know, like, you know, hop on your friend's back and you're like, yeehaw. <laughs> so that's what, that's what Madison does. Assuming that Nixon does not cowardly play, uh, a little crooked and, uh, have one of his goons come and beat Madison up. Oh yeah. I mean, Spear Agnew is going to beat the shit out of you before you have a chance to do anything, but you should have, you Nix should have, Nixon's going to stand there. I was about to say you should have drafted Spiro Agnew, but I know that he wasn't a president. No, but Ford was. Yeah, Ford was. And Ford was a football player. Yeah, so was Nixon. Hmm. That said, I have seen some short guys fight, and they're wily. And they're like, claw out your eyes. Yeah. <coughs> Think Daniel Day-Lewis in Gangs of New York, you know? That yeah. kind of like, he's, uh, he's, he's lean, he's mean, um, he's, he's eating steak very undercooked off of a, a burner on his stove. Uh, he's calling his buddies with strange hats to come and fight. I think most of these things still apply to James Madison, right? I think so. Strange hats were in vogue for most of American history. I wish they'd make a comeback. Where, they will. Where are hats? This is a return of our, one of our favorite features, folks. Hatcast? No, no. Ben really wishing he could wear his bucket hats again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not necessarily bucket hats, but just hats. Hats were such a good thing, and we got rid of them. Yeah. And it was so great to see, like, the transition of time between tricorn hats to bicorn hats to stovepipe hats to top hats to no hats. And now there's no hats. It's just sad. You know what What happened is that tricorn, you know, three points, mm -hmm. then to two points, and then really to one point, and then it got smaller. What we need to do... Yamakas? We, we need... Yeah, yamakas, that was probably the next step. We need to go the opposite direction and think of some way for to bring back into style like a double-billed baseball hat. Um, <laughs> um, or maybe like a top hat that goes up and then takes like a V into two separate hats on top. Um, like the three-dimensional chess of hats. I think we need to bring back like the Camelot corn like corn hats with the with the veils coming down. 
We got really deep in the weeds here. What were we, we talking about? We got into Hatcast. Welcome to Hatcast with this Ben. <laughs> oh, wait, no, that's my side project. This is this is basically in the weeds this episode. Well, but it's okay, <laughs> because the, the whole thing was decided. Nixon's not fighting. And I believe any president fight would be properly regulated so that there's no run-ins. This isn't the fucking WWE. So, Jaf- so Javier, you lose. It- but what if it was? It's not. And so Madison wins. You know what's fucked up? If one guy's not fighting, the other guy's gonna win. You know what's fucked up? A discussion of presidents and their historical context now has to include the fucking WWE. Ugh. Oh. Yeah, it does. I was at the WrestleMania with Donald Trump. <laughs> Shit, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that happened. I saw him shave a man's head. It's so weird. Yeah. This world is so weird, guys. Yeah, it is. It, can we... Is can this we, what people felt like when Reagan was elected? I'm guessing so. Like, Reagan was a guy who didn't get a part acting as a president because he didn't seem presidential enough. <laughs> and I believe took such a, like, chip on his shoulder that he was like, I'm gonna fucking become president. Fuck you, guy. <laughs> I just remember, like... You know, some years ago, when Arnold was running for governor in California, everybody was like, "Oh, maybe he'll he'll be the first uh, uh, foreign-born." Is he foreign-born? Yes. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe he'll be the first foreign-born president. And I was like, "Ha, that'll never happen." Not so sure. And honestly, can we swap? Because I'd take Arnold. We're fl- we're playing fucking Chris Ball here. <laughs> I, I Next mean, match is Chris versus Ben. All right. On the topic of smaller and smaller balls. <laughs> okay. <yeah. laughs> you did. You did say Chris versus Ben. So yes, you got the order. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Ben. <coughs> Get be... some fucking Z pack. I did. I'm feeling better. This I is going to be unlistenable. <laughs> Because Sorry. every time we get going on something good, Ben laughs and then he coughs and we lose the audio. <laughs> Okay. I'm terribly sorry. So I, 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 cough syrup. I pick first. Yes. Yes. I believe uh, what this nation needs at this moment is a rewind to Barack Obama. Ben's impression is much better. I'll just it's, put it. Uh, yeah, it's 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 fine. Unless the criteria is do an impression of your president, you'll be fine. Is that okay? Yeah. I don't think it is. Okay. <laughs> we don't know. Oh, we should mention, by the way, we're, we're drawing these, cri- well, let us, like, uh, <laughs> we're, drawing these, we're drawing these out of Abe Lincoln's uh, Stoke Pipe. Pipe Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to... Remember to establish that at the beginning of every episode. <laughs> it becomes, um, it becomes harder and harder to remember the, the everyday parts of your podcast when you've been doing it for a long time, but people might be jumping in for the first time. So, yeah. So we're drawing a bunch of slips of paper out of a stove pipe hat because apparently that's our fucking podcast (laughs) so uh yeah all right cool ben thomas jefferson all right barack obama versus thomas jefferson oh shit this is there's some things going on (laughs) no no you're doing that one you're doing that one don't put that back don't put that back which president was the most fun what was the other one? That was the one I drew. No, it was not. Yes, it was. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Chris? 
Oh man, I wish I had a background in improv rap right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> I would rap battle the fuck out of this. Um, in an era just slightly before it was okay for presidents to say everything on Twitter, Barack Obama was one of the first presidents to truly um, court popular culture. In, in a way that wasn't kind of held completely separate in, in the way that kind of the adoration of, like, the Kennedys was. But, like, yeah. Barack Obama was a dude that you could see yourself standing next to in line in Chicago waiting to get a bagel. And then you, you're like, hey, you're Barack Obama. And he'd be like, yes, politely, because you're just a regular dude on the street and he's not going to talk to you because he's just a regular dude. The kind of dude that you could get a beer with. <laughs> Also, okay, I think Chris is done. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, did you see the um, White House correspondence dinners when he was in office? Are they still doing those? Kind of. Uh, yes, but Trump refused to attend. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a thing. To be fair, Trump has been getting it for decades on Saturday Night Live, so. <clears throat> ben. So, Thomas Jefferson, let me double check this. Always hesitant with the president. <laughs> Reticent. There is enough thought. He doesn't, plainly doesn't jettison. Madison, you mad as a hat as I take your medicine. Damn you in worse shape than the national debt is in. You know, Teddy Roosevelt had his family crest tattooed on his chest. Neat. I've considered that. I would believe if you told me that Teddy Roosevelt was a superhero, I think. Like, clearly there was something more than ordinary with him. Yeah. He was like the, like Spider-Man kind of. Like, he was such a nerd that he shouldn't have been able to do all of those things. But maybe he was bitten by like a radioactive bear or something. Well, I mean, having read uh, his auto, his uh, biographies that are based off of his journals. Yeah. Um... His dad was just an asshole, and he was just yeah. really afraid of disappointing him all the time, so he just worked his ass off his entire life. Okay. Slightly less interesting as an origin story. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't really know what the parallel is there. Did his... Was his dad... We don't... Was his dad tragically murdered in an alley? No. No. Um, okay. Um, did his dad secretly do evil deeds and died on a boat? No, no, we can. That's green arrow. We, we um, can. We can let Ben go. Right. <laughs> so, Thomas Jefferson was a guy that, when you are a brand new nation and your only friend is France, and France's only real taste of what is an American is Ben Franklin at his most. Ben Franklin, like. Which, to be clear, is a fucking riot. Drunk, <laughs> spouting off at the mouth, seducing ladies of the court. And, like, he had to come back because he's, like, old and syphilitic. And they're like, who is the only man who can fill this seat of our most important ambassador to France? Well, Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> uh, he's not going to be worried about... Uh, what anybody thinks back home, he's going to be throwing himself into the Paris nightlife. And that's what he did. 
And then he came back, and he became president. And he became uh, the president who inspired people so much that they made him a giant mammoth out of cheese. And he kept it at the White House for two years. What? What? <laughs> yes. Okay. You know, to be honest, I don't want to know. It is. It, it is. I, I don't want to know the rest of the okay. context. This is infinitely more interesting if I never find out another fact about it. What it is, type of cheese? Well, it is the Cheshire Mammoth Cheese, and it has its own Wikipedia page. <laughs> uh, I'm assuming it's a hard cheese. I'm guessing so. It's not. It can't be a soft cheese if it was. If it was. Okay, Chris. I don't no. expect it to be a brie. I see you preparing, and no. But if it's like a cheddar or something, <laughs> like it's still problematic. I'm, I'm assuming gonna, there's a rind. I'm just going to point out here that I think that Ben might have some very flawed um, understanding of what fun is, because the last time I met somebody who kept an enormous amount of cheese in their house, it was my wife. <laughs> <laughs> they were not a fun person. They were a crazy person. I'm not saying. We're not talking about my wife still, are we? <laughs> she doesn't listen to this podcast. We can say whatever we want. Um, she doesn't have that much cheese. Fair. And none of it is shaped like a mammoth. A mammoth. I once knew some people who kept their ketchup on the countertop, not in the refrigerator. That's the kind of like weirdness that I'm referring to. Who does that? McDonald's. Every restaurant that's, ever. That's stabilized ketchup. We're talking like Heinz ketchup. Like, does considerably change taste when you leave it out at room temperature. It gets the the blackish crust on the top of it, and you have to like. These people were weird, and I'm saying that having an having a mammoth made out of cheese in your house for more than a novel amount of time that's really really weird. Unless you're in the White House. And okay, so statesmanship. Okay, this is listen. If I have a choice between Jefferson and his cheese mammoth or having a beer with Barry O, I'm having a beer with Barry O. Chris gets the point. Let's move on with our lives, please. I think you're coming from a place of able to digest dairy privilege here. <laughs> and I don't appreciate it. We're talking about presidents. Oh, Every Jesus. one of these motherfuckers is privileged. We need to moving on. Oh, fair do, do we need to put a fucking trigger warning in the front of our podcast? No, I think Dairy we're... warning. Okay. This podcast. Hold on. I'll pull Warning. This podcast contains dairy. Fuck right. you, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next match. Uh, that's the end of the first round. Yeah. Cool. Um, Chris is in the lead with two points. I have one point. Ben's sitting at zero, but we've got ah. a whole other round of play. And the next match is Jafer versus Ben. Okay. Right, gentlemen, line them up. I'm going honest, Abe. Well, you're also not picking first. Oh, fuck. But that's fine. We'll just let it slide, because I was taking Washington regardless. Of course, you're using Washington against me. You're right. Here comes the general! Ladies and gentlemen. Here comes the general! The moment you've been waiting for! Here comes the general! The pride of Mount Vernon! Here comes the general! George Washington! Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. See how much hype he just did for your pick? Yeah. It's because <laughs> he's, he's related to my wife. <laughs> So. All right. <laughs> okay, this is a good one. Um, your president is launching a podcast. Best title wins. I'm going to say that I'm going to value conciseness on this one. So I want like a, let's call it a two to three sentences of what your podcast is going to be like. 
and then drop the name and get get the hell out. Right? Okay. You're first. Yeah, I'm, I'm collecting. Okay, you were looking at me expectantly. <laughs> no, I'm. So, I'm <laughs> to be fair. Uh, to be fair. To be fair. You were looking at him expectorantly. All right. So, my podcast is um, going to be a political podcast. Um, it is going to be interviews um, between Washington and modern politicians where he is going to grill them on their policy decisions and try to just kind of play devil's advocate, talk to them, just get them to think as much outside of the box as they can. Um, and he's going to particularly target people who have inconsistencies in their voting history. And it's Washington, so you can't really say no when he asks you to be on the podcast. Fair enough. Drop that title. Washing Washington. Do you say washing or watching? Washing. Washing, watching. Washing, Washington. Yeah. All right. My podcast would be a, it'd be short. It'd be about three to five minutes, released Monday through Friday. And it's just little bits of thoughts or aphorisms or just things to get you through your day or... Hold on, aphorisms? Aphorisms, sorry. Okay. <laughs> uh, aphorisms or just little things to get your brain working. You know, uh... Lincoln, Lincoln could turn a phrase. Lincoln could also make a debate. And so it's just like planting a thing for you to think about for your day. Okay. And it is a podcast for you on your bathroom break. It's called Lincoln Logs. Oh, shit. <laughs> you had it. You had it. And then he just, and then he just dropped the Lincoln Logs. <laughs> the poop joke. The poop joke did it. The poop joke did it. <laughs> You had the better premise, he had the better title, and I think he got it. So I'm going to give that one to Ben. To be clear, I would much rather watch watch yours, but I think in the context of this uh, criteria, I think Ben gets it. <laughs> watch, I said watch, listen to. All right, Ben gets a point. Next to match. Fair, I'd listen to, to either of these. <laughs> Next match is Chris versus Jafer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Lincoln lost. Ah, <laughs> uh, the like the photo, like the 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 little square is just a stove type a stovepipe hat on top of a toilet. Yep, <laughs> it's just something for you to, to ponder while you while you ponder. <laughs> Steaming nuggets of wisdom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Okay. <clears throat> Professional. I'm a professional podcaster, goddammit. <laughs> Not till you get paid, son. <laughs> ben! You gotta tell us to lock it in before we pick a criteria. Yeah, please lock it in, gentlemen. Yes, you go first. <clears throat> I'm gonna go with um, short and sweet. I'm gonna go with Harrison. Okay, Jafar. I'm going to take Rutherford B. Hayes. 
Oh, behave. This was your homework pick, right? This was my homework pick, yes. Cool. I don't know anything about him, um, so I'm looking forward to hearing more. Okay. But not a lot more. (laughs) (laughs) And your criteria is... You and your president are opening a business. (laughs) Best pitch wins. Chris. Make that pitch. Uh, It's an upscale uh, venture. Mm -hmm. This is the kind of um, business where uh, you walk along the sidewalk. You see that the the facade is very freshly painted black Mm. with silver letters. Very, like, they must be polishing them every single day, right? Um, The fanciest people are coming in and out of this store. Very well dressed, okay? A little bit of light snow is falling just to set the scene. Mm. Um, I'm assuming this is in New York. Okay, not um, Washington. Yeah, and and okay. uh, me and me and Harrison are meeting in the back of our of our, our new business. We're about to corner the world on wool coats. Do you have a name? Hot like Harrison. Okay, I can dig it. Here's the 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 big, the big thing is that. When we're about to launch the whole sh- the whole shindig grand opening, he stays out too long without his coat, and it's a tragic thing. And then we turn around and we viciously market it like, "If only he had had a coat, come get your coat." All right. Uh, okay. Uh, I don't feel good about that, Chris. Uh, that does not make my tum tum feel good. Uh. Are you sure you're not coming down with a bit of a cold there? I just got over that illness. Jafer. All right, pitch me that business. So it's 1882. Uh, Harrison, or fuck, Hayes, sorry, listening, reading. Um, Hayes had just uh, retired mm-hmm. after one term in office. Yes. Um, he was... It was a rough term. It was a rough term. Uh, and also... That's not I mean, what I said. <laughs> it was a rough turn. Oh, it was a rough turn? Rough. It was oh. a Rutherford pun. Oh, that was... Oh, oh God. <laughs> ben, I'm going to have to ask you to be Hayes. Okay. Please stop, both of you. Okay, so... Yeah, go and get your pounded out of the way. <laughs> this podcast... Can't rougher, rougher afford another pun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad we do this. <laughs> Guys. Anyway, go ahead. Okay. So, he's just retired from being president. Remember, you have to be concise. <laughs> fucking, I don't get to be concise when I'm interrupted. <sighs> Bringing it together. Professional podcast. I'm back. He's just retired from being president. Mm-hmm. Um... One of the things that he was famous for doing is he was the first president to visit the West Coast. Um, He took a 71-day trip from D.C. to the West Coast. I hope he packed a coat. That's a long haze. That was was not, by the way, the round trip. That was getting there. Um, Lots of stops. From Beat the Shining Bee. Yeah. Um, And so what we're going to do is um, Hayes and I... Our opening, he, he made all those stops along the way, right? Mm-hmm. We're opening a travel agency. Oh, 
So he knows all these spots. He's been to all these places. He gets has president. When you come to town, you're the first president to visit St. Louis or whatever, you know, or the first in a long time. So you're getting all these, this preferential treatment. You're getting all this stuff. So you're getting shown the best there is to see in the city. And so we're going to use his experience and my experience traveling. Is he going to launch the Haze app? Let me get to my fucking thing. <laughs> Don't take it away from me, Ben. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. God damn it. I didn't. I'm sorry. All, all the sting is gone from Haze. Professional podcasters, gents. Professional podcasters. Well, you like my pitch so much you thought of it. So <laughs> there we are. I didn't, I, I'm sorry. I didn't realize, I, I thought I was making a stupid joke. I didn't realize that was what you were That was my punchline. It's so, done now. Sorry. It's I, okay. Everything from where I was to where I was going to be was probably not as funny as you stealing it from me. <laughs> it's okay. Jafar, sometimes things end sooner than they should. Like the Harrison administration. <laughs> Perhaps... Perhaps your, um, perhaps your pick, you, perhaps your pitch for this criteria Caught should pneumonia. have should have worn a coat. Should have worn a coat. Yes. Maybe. Ben, time to pick. <sighs> well, I feel real bad about stealing your punchline, uh, but I feel even worse about Harrison dying both a month into his presidency and before his business opens. So I'm going with Harrison. <laughs> I killed Harrison. I got it. Yep. You, you stuck to the theme. <laughs> oh, you've got an alfalfa thing going on. <laughs> it was distracting. Yeah. My hair is crazy. All right. The last match of the second round is Ben versus Chris. Okay. Right. Go ahead and lock him in, boys. I'm going to go with James K. Polk, the Napoleon of the Stump. Um, I'm going to go with Francis J. Underwood, the Elvis of pushing people in front of trains. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Spoilers for They me. think that I'm telling them a joke right here. Your criteria is, which president did the most for international relations? The most is an interesting phrase. <laughs> because it doesn't necessarily mean good or nice. Just the most. <laughs> And James K. Polk, <laughs> while an asshole, <laughs> was the person who made us from sea to shining sea. First, he threatened to go to war with Great Britain and got us Washington and Oregon by saying, hey, give us that or we invade Canada. And they were like, we don't care that much. It's Washington and Oregon in the 1840s. There's like... <laughs> seven people there and you know nobody cared about what the the people who actually lived there thought yeah because i mean it's the 1840s they're the uh, british well yeah 
Uh, well, all, I meant the, the, like, the native, the first peoples. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, I was just referring to the British not giving a shit about the the their the, the their people in their colonies' opinion of their colonies. Yes. The British were like, there are seven not British people here. We don't care. Yeah. And then he said to uh, to Texas, hey, I know my predecessors said you can't join us, but fuck it. We're having a fire sale on everything west of the Mississippi. So we will let you join our country. And also, we're going to start a war with Mexico to get Nevada and California and the rest of Arizona. Okay. So he threatened war with Britain to gain, you know, the upper half of the West Coast and actually invaded Mexico to get the southern half of the West Coast. And he's the reason why America is as big as it is. All right. There are two kinds of pain. The sort of pain that makes you strong or useless pain. The sort of pain that's only suffering. I have no patience for useless things. Like Vladimir Putin. Oops, I pushed him in front of a train. You know who else I have no patience for? This yellow, orangish man who's running for president this year. Oops, I pushed him in front of a train. What I'm saying is that there's a lot of pushing in front of trains. It's diplomacy by train. (laughs) (laughs) The tracks lead to American freedom and power abroad. That's very convincing, Mr. Underwood. You get the point. (laughs) I'm okay with it. And I'm also okay with uh, Carrie being our uh, first daughter. Carrie Underwood? Oh. All right. Jesus took the wheel on that one. Okay, well. I I literally got a headache right as he said it. (laughs) Well, okay. Chris has four points. And Ben and I both have one. Chris, you did no research. (laughs) I kind of ran away like a train on this one. (laughs) Which means we need to go to the coin. The coin. The coin. All right. Jafar, I'll let you call it in the air. Okay. God damn it. I'm going to call heads for Dwight D. Eisenhower. It was heads. All right, it's heads. And I will go ahead and take Dwight D. Eisenhower from that coin as my pick for the finals. <laughs> all, all apologies to uh, Jimmy Carter. I'm sorry. You are the most decent guy on any of our lists. <laughs> and I believe you're probably better for not having been picked. Okay, um, I'm going to go with my last remaining pick to leave none of them uh, unchosen um, and choose Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Okay. okay. Is it Roosevelt or Roosevelt? Roosevelt. 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 There are two O's, so it looks like ruse. So it might be a clever ruse. Ho, 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 ho. Which president had the niftiest achievement? No big shit. Chris, what's the niftiest thing that FDR did besides his cousin? Okay. So let's talk about a couple of things that FDR did do. 
Um, number one, as we learned last week, Hoover Dam. Damn. That was him. That That's a big thing, right? Mm-hmm. That's um, a big shit he did. Number two, uh, set a record that will never be broken for longest presidency. That's some big shit that... Hopefully yep. never gets broken. <laughs> Hopefully never gets broken. Hopefully never gets broken. He did it so good they had to change the rules of the game. Um, another thing that he did... He won the war. Eh. He did He did good on the war. He, but, that, but again... Big. Truman took that one home. Okay. <laughs> he alley-ooped it. <laughs> he... He threw the Hail Mary... But he didn't catch the he ball was, in he the was end like, zone. He was like Noah. He could not uh, accompany his people to the promise. Though, you right? mean Moses? Moses. <laughs> I mean Moses, Ben. He was like Moses. He could not accompany his people to the promise. Ben's though. face right now. I wish I wish this was a visual format, <laughs> Actually, if only for this moment. So hold on a second, though, because technically Noah didn't accompany his people to the promised land either. He accompanied some close, some close family and a bunch of animals and everybody else drowned regardless ben Mm -hmm. you know what a small thing is and it's really it is so very small uh something that fdr did rather that he never did ben what's that he never pushed anybody in front of a train ben (laughs) (laughs) allegedly (laughs) he was he was in a wheelchair it was probably pretty hard for him to push somebody in front of a train now, maybe he ran somebody over in that wheelchair, but that was probably not as as much force as him. I mean, I know that he was keeping it a secret for a great part of his presidency, but... Yeah, like, he, he would walk around. It wasn't... He wasn't completely paralyzed, right? Okay. Um, like, not until later. He was, he was in bad shape. I'll take it back. Maybe he had it in him, but I can guarantee you he pushed nobody in front of a train. <laughs> Because when he tries to push up, push you in front of a train, he just rolls backwards. Because <laughs> that's how wheels work. All right. Okay. They make locks for those wheels. Anyways. <laughs> not at the time. I'm sure it's not a complicated mechanism. Back then, people in wheelchairs simply didn't have the option available to them to push people in front of trains. <laughs> what marvelous times we live in. All right, Jafar. So push somebody in front of a train. Let's, let's get some big shit out of the way as well for Eisenhower, just to talk about his accomplishments. He served in the military in both world wars. Uh, He was the supreme commander of the Allied Expedition Force in Europe for World War II. He was the first supreme commander of NATO. He founded NASA. Um, He uh, championed the interstate highway system, which is the backbone of American commerce today. Mm -hmm. Lots of big things. Um, You know, uh, but I think the niftiest thing he did... Mm-hmm. The, the the smallest thing that might have had the coolest little impact was rename Camp David. Because FDR founded Camp David, right? Mm-hmm. And he called it Shangri-La. I thought he called it just, like, Camp Franklin. And no. some dude named David came along. <laughs> no, no. He named, it, he named it Shangri-La, and Truman kept that name. And then... Eisenhower was just like, what? That's not befitting my small town boy that I am from the Midwest. So that's not going to stay. And he named it Camp David after his grandson. Can you imagine if we were still talking about Camp Shangri-La and the president going there? 
that would mean that Jimmy Carter would have brought Israel and Egypt to sign the Shangri-La Accords. Yeah. Which I believe sounds super badass. Are we certain that our current president isn't going to a strip club named Shangri-La somewhere? (laughs) No. (laughs) Okay. No. No, we're not. And that's why I'm going with Chris. Uh, Thank you. You kind of ran away with this one, buddy. Why, yes, I did. I I approve of your trains-based answers. Most people do. And if they don't. Right in front of the train. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, second place forever over here. Um, See, we're back to the old ways. Second place. Second place, and I lose. (laughs) I'm glad that we could, uh, you know, get out of that weird funk we were in where... Other people might possibly win. Other people might possibly pick a topic. Um, but this next one, I'm real excited for, guys. I already know what I'm picking. I've Don't had this one in the bank. Don't have to look at the list. This one, I know what I'm going for. I'm real excited. There is a Neil Armstrong biopic coming out in a couple of weeks. Right? I'm, I'm not... that that. Fuck, I'm going to check real quick. <laughs> right? The first man. That's coming out in a couple weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As long as you don't call him Lance. Yeah. Okay. Nope. I had that right. Um, I'm excited to go see uh, The First Man in a couple of weeks, which is a Neil Armstrong biopic. Um, it's got uh, Ryan Gosling. It's got uh, Claire Foy in it. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to go see that. So... With that in mind, and with Apollo uh, 11 in mind, our next topic is space. Space. Proximity to power dilutes some into thinking they wield it. Now what they don't know is that I poisoned their water before the match began. Even if I lost, I would win. I can tell you right now, first round pick, meter by meter by meter, cubic meter. That is... That is space. That is space. Space. Well, it's volume, but... Space! Space. I mean, we will... I No, I can actually tell you right now. First round picked is uh, any David Bowie song referring to space. Ah! Uh, because fuck you. What? No! Or will the first round pick be Dune? Oh, God. <laughs> Shots fired. I hadn't even thought about it. <laughs> Who do I want to screw over more? (laughs) Find out next week on Draft the Universe. Thanks as always to the Kickstand Band for our theme song, How It Feels. You can find their music at thekickstandband.bandcamp.com. Hey, you kept it short. And feel free to shoot us an email at drafttheuniverse at gmail.com. Let us know what you think about our picks, about our presidents, or just... Say hi. Uh, hopefully you also haven't been drawn into this crazy chaotic bunker that we exist in. Uh, but shoot us a message. Hey, didn't keep it short. And join the conversation on Facebook.com slash DraftTheUniverse, Twitter at DraftTheVerse, and on either platform using the hashtag DraftTheUniverse. We'll see you next week, Internet. A great man once said everything is about sex. Except sex. That's sex. about trains. Sex <laughs> is about power. Trains us about power too. <laughs> <laughs>
Did you think I'd forgotten about you? No, that's more John Wayne. Do you think I'd forgotten about you, Pilgrim? <laughs> Perhaps you hoped I had. Don't waste a breath mourning, Mr. Jaffair. Every kitten grows up to be a cat. They seem so harmless at first. Small, quiet, lapping up their milk. But once their claws get long enough, they draw blood. Sometimes from the hand that feeds them. For those of us climbing to the top of the food chain, there can be no mercy. There is but one rule. Draft or be drafted. Now, did you think I had forgotten about you? Every cat, kitten, grows up to be a cat. (laughs) (laughs) I am Barack Underwood. (laughs) Did you think I'd forgotten about you? Perhaps you hoped I had. (coughs) Don't waste a breath mourning, Mr. Jaffair. Every kitten grows up to be a cat. Now, did you think I'd forgotten about you? (laughs) Which one's that? That was... ah, It's almost Bill Clinton. It was a bad Bill Clinton. (laughs) Bill Clinton's more like, did you think I'd forgotten about you? (laughs) Perhaps you hoped I had. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, did you think I'd forgotten about you? That is a spot on James Madison, and I dare you to prove otherwise. (laughs) 